Welcome back, everyone. I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy, and you just heard why I'm happy. And so I want to let everybody know we still have some tickets to give away. If you want to just give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. You know, what is happy, and what does happy mean? Well, joining me here today, Lily Serafin is joining me to talk about happy. She is co-author of Happy to 102, uh, The Best-Kept Secrets to a Long and Happy Life. Now, 102, you're going to get to hear what that is in a minute. I figured it out, but I'm going to let you all get a sneak preview. She is also Chief Operating Officer of Home Care Assistant, uh, North America's premier provider of in-home care for seniors. She earned her master's degree and bachelor's degree at Stanford University. Yes, indeed. Serves on the board of Stanford Professional Women as well as advisory committees for various nonprofit organizations in the San Francisco area. She's joining us here today because we're going to talk about Happy to 102, which Lily, I think, means Happy to 102. Don't you think so? (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of tease that with everybody for a minute there. Uh, you know, I think we think about being 102, but we don't think about it in the way that you're talking about it. And I wanted to step back for a minute um, and ask you to talk about, first of all, the series of books you're writing. But this is the first of the series. And to ask you the question, you know, why do you believe we can be happy at 102 and maybe even beyond? Sure, and then those are great questions. Well, first of all, my co-authors and I were really fortunate to work in the senior care industry, and so we have many, many live examples of those who are happy at 102, and that was really the inspiration for putting together this book and also the inspiration for the whole series. We were initially setting out to create a caregiver training program called the Balanced Care Method, which is ways that family caregivers who are taking care of their parents as well as professional caregivers, can incorporate some of these lifestyle changes that will help people live happier and healthier really at any age, but specifically for those, you know, already in their eighth and ninth decade. And then we just came across such a wealth of information that we decided it had to be shared with a broader public, and that's where the idea of a series of books came about. Well, and yeah, I mean, we're talking about uh, really creating a different paradigm shift men- mentally, That's first right. of all, and then to give people information um, about, you know, what it is they need to know and what they need to do. I wanted to ask you, um, you talk about healthy longevity. I'm so glad to hear you say that because that's so visual. Um, you know, when I think about it, I think about my aunt and my uncle and I think about how vibrant they are and, you know, how if you walked into a room, you wouldn't be seeing their age first, right? And so I wanted to ask you to talk about healthy longevity, but also to give us an idea of what the five key elements are that you've incorporated into that definition. Sure, and, and those are great questions as well. You know, healthy longevity, it's a term that we've used frequently throughout the book and also in different settings because I think it's so important that we shift the discussion, like you said, a paradigm shift, away from just talking about lifespan to really talking about health span as well. What happens is that we know our demographics are changing and that people are living longer and longer. In fact, we also know that in the United States alone, by the year 2050, there will be over 1 million centenarians, people over the age of 100. 
But what happens is if we separate that discussion from a discussion around happiness and health, we get a lot of people saying, well, gosh, I don't even want to live that long. You know, who would want to live past their 80s or 90s? And instead, we have to really understand that's a misconception. You can live to 102 with really vitality, a sense of purpose, and that's what the book is all about. Now, some people look at someone, you know, folks like your aunt and uncle and say, well, it's all based on genetics. You know, some people have all the luck and others are just never going to live that lifespan and health span. Well, it turns out that researchers across longevity institutes all over the world have discovered that only one-third of the enviable lifestyle of those you see who are active and vibrant at 102 have to do with genetics, which means that two-thirds has to do with lifestyle factors. And that's something, if if people don't take away any other message, I want them to take away the message that two-thirds uh, of your lifespan and your health span have to do with things you can do on a daily basis. Mm. Now, you asked about those five areas. Yes. We've really broken it down to nutrition or healthy diet, uh, physical activity, social ties, mental stimulation, and sense of purpose. And there are specific things you can do in each of those five categories at any age whatsoever to help increase your chances of really taking control over your life and health span. Mm. You know, this is really a new conversation on nutrition and even beyond. I mean, what we thought was healthy decades ago uh, was probably healthy, but then something happened, something shifted. Right. And I wanted you to talk a minute about... Um, you know, about health and nutrition, because I know in the book, you know, you actually picked a region of Japan, you know, as an inspiration for, you know, and evidence for the book. And I want to talk about that for a little bit. Sure. Well, you know, Okinawa, Japan is home to the longest living and healthiest people on earth. And now that we know that two-thirds of your life and health span have to do with lifestyle factors, it becomes even more crucial to study the lifestyle of those who've achieved these incredible lives like the Okinawans. And, you know, researchers spent over 10 years in Okinawa and came across something that's fascinating, which is Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer, various forms of dementia, all these things that we in Western countries consider to be age-related diseases, they don't exist in those regions of the world like Okinawa where they experience this incredible health and longevity. Mm. So we have to really create a paradigm shift even around this concept. It's not an age-related disease because there are many people who not only delay the onset of dementia, but they escape Alzheimer's altogether. And so if we stop thinking about it as something that's inevitable and think about these things as preventable based on lifestyle choices we make in our younger years, I think that we can really have healthy societies like those we see in Okinawa, Japan, in the Nicoya Peninsula of Costa Rica, in various parts of the Mediterranean, you know, all these areas around the world where healthy longevity is really the chosen lifestyle. And one of the things that um, I wanted to ask you about is, you know, when is it too late to get in the game? Because this is really the feedback we get a lot, and I'm sure you, I know you address this, Um, the conversation about, you know, I'm 50 years old, I'm blah, 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 haven't done it up to this point, why should I do it now? Let's talk about that for a minute, because I know that there is a message that we're not getting out to the public. Definitely, and I think that's one of the things that distinguishes 
our focus and, and this book from many others because there's certainly a wealth of valuable information out there about health. We really are targeting an audience that's already in their 80s or 90s. While there are things that you can do in each of these categories to maximize your potential at any age, because we're coming from a senior care industry where every day, you know, over the past several years are spent, you know, around those in their 80s or 90s who've chosen to live at home with professional caregivers, we've really developed a program specifically for them. So the question, is it too late to get in the game at your 50s? Absolutely not. We have clients in their 80s or 90s who are slowing down the progression of dementia with a few simple physical activities and mentally stimulating activities. So this should be great news for everyone out there. It doesn't matter if you're young or old. There are lifestyle changes you can incorporate starting tomorrow. And this is really part of the conversation. You know, what is it that we need to say to our youth here, Lily? I mean, you know, the question is... (sighs) I don't even understand the question right now, but I know that we're picking up some habits um, in this country that are really not serving us. That's right. And I think that it has to do with a focus on immediate gratification versus long-term results. There are certainly things that you can do with exercise and food at a young age to look good and feel good, but it does not necessarily mean that it's going to help you live longer and healthier, uh, you know, into your eighth and ninth decades. And I think that's, that's exactly what you're pointing to. For instance, you know, there are all these sort of fads around, you know, cutting out all of your carbs, about eating, you know, 10 small meals throughout the day versus some larger meals. And certainly they can help you in your 40s and 50s and 60s to trim down and to feel good about yourself. But if we look at the lifestyle of Okinawans and their peers who also live lives of healthy longevity, we realize that it's actually quite the opposite. By eating so often, mm. we over-metabolize our systems sort of the way a car eventually runs down if you put too much mileage on it. Yeah. And so that's just one example of how consuming food Throughout the day, that regularly, every hour, every couple of hours, is actually the opposite of the lifestyle of those who live lives of healthy longevity. And so sometimes there is a little bit of that struggle between doing what will make you look good and feel good today and doing what will make you feel good over a lifetime. Mm. Same thing with physical activity. I think a lot of people know that exercise, you know, can help you lose weight and to look good and to feel toned, but sometimes people associate that with doing strenuous activity, where it turns out that doing something less strenuous but consistent over a lifetime can impact the memory region of your brain far more than any intensive physical activity. So in order to escape Alzheimer's, to delay the onset of dementia, it's important to look at what's going to be good for you in the long term and not just what makes you look good immediately and unfortunately everything in society today is about where can I get the fastest results and our health and our physiology doesn't quite work that way. You know I want to talk to you Lily when we come back about what you just talked about because the whole nature of physical exercise especially for people that are in your area the care assistance area you know so often we go into places where the elderly reside and there aren't opportunities to exercise. And when we come back, I want to talk about what you have discovered in your co-authors over time and what you believe are now the leading edge ways to have fitness or mobility for people at all ages. When we come back, I also want to talk with you about 
what you've seen to be perhaps the most successful change people can make now. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Happy to 102. Sign me up. I'll be right there. Hi, I'm Teresa Gertz, and I was a winner of Dr. Pat's Makeover 2009. While a part of me set aside expectations of winning, another part of me started to act as if I'd already won by taking steps on my own in the areas of my life that I wanted to change. This was the most important piece for me. I continue to benefit from the makeover, and I'm oh so grateful to be back on track and paying it forward to my community. Visit drpatsmakeover.com for information and entry form. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. Do you like where your health and looks are headed? Or are you ready for a total transformation? Your dollars and days off have never been more precious, so why waste them on anything other than lasting, real rejuvenation? Sure, there are expensive spa vacations, and then there's total transformation. Join best-selling author Kat James in a gorgeous mountain setting where you learn the very food and self-care principles that transformed her beyond recognition without self-deprivation. Break free from the food and beauty self-sabotage and spend five days with the woman Self Magazine calls a master of self-transformation. You will even celebrate the new you with a world-class makeover and photo shoot. Want a total transformation but can't afford to get away? Attend Cat's teleprogram from your home via computer or phone. Make 2009 your year for total transformation. Call us at 877-54-TOTAL or visit us at totaltransformation.com. Are you ready to prosper in your job or business by working in harmony with the universe? Polaris Business Guides is ready to hand you eight keys to the ultimately prosperous business. These keys allow you to accomplish more than doing less, overcome emotional blockages, create powerful partnerships, and build wealth, even in our current economic conditions. This program is taught by phone twice a month, so you can attend from any location. The next eight-month teleprogram begins October 7th, and there's no risk because Polaris Business Guides and Madeline Gurick offer a money-back guarantee. Call 877-524-8300 for complete details. That's 877-524-8300 or visit askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com for the keys to your prosperity. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am part of the Happy to 102 Club. That's it. I'm part of it. I want to be part of it. But I have to talk to Lily a little bit more because I have to get all the facts. <laughs> and I know Benny wants to be part of it, too. Uh, so why wouldn't I not pass up on that? No kidding. Don't Come on, you now. Think? 
You know? Two. I know. Come on. But you want to be like Mr. Vibrant Benny Mathers at 102. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So go to happy2102.com. That's the number. Happy2102.com, standing for 102.com. Uh, the book is available. Check it out. Find out what you probably don't know. I also want to mention that, you know, this is the best kept secrets to a long and happy life. Uh, Lily, uh, Sarafan is joining us today, but the book is also co-authored, uh, by Dr. Kathy Johnson and Dr. James Johnson. So there's a lot of information that is available to you and in the book. Uh, and if you go to the website, you'll be able to find out more. Uh, Lily, thank you so much for joining us here today. Before the break, I kind of teased the question about exercise and nutrition, and we can probably talk about all of this in the context of my question. And that is, you know, it's so important. We're all living longer, and yet there's a need to raise a level of awareness and, more importantly, to take action. Give us the status. Give us the update on this, because a lot of information and a lot of time is being spent on medical care, and very little conversation is about how to prevent it. You see what I'm saying? That's exactly right, and and you're you're correct. You know, there's so much attention placed on medical and skilled nursing facilities. You know, everyone assumes that once you hit a certain age, you're going to require medical attention. And what we've really tried to set out and say in this book is that aging is not a medical event. The same way that a newborn may require some assistance, you know, may require some love, some attention, maybe a nanny. No one considers institutionalizing a newborn just because they need a little bit of help. And it's the same with the elderly. You know, someone in their 90s may have some chronic frailty and need assistance, but it doesn't mean that everything they've built up over a lifetime and the lifestyle they become accustomed to needs to be pulled out from under their feet. And I think that's why all the studies have shown that 9 out of 10 seniors have a preference of living at home all the way through end of life. Now, fortunately, their preference also aligns with what's best for them. The home environment is safer. It's more familiar. It's more comfortable. There's less risk of falling, less risk of infection, more chance of uh, not living a sedentary lifestyle and not experiencing social isolation. So all these areas we're talking about, sense of purpose, nutrition, mental stimulation, all of them are augmented once you put someone in a home environment. And I think that's why we're seeing a shift in discussion away from just facilities and skilled facilities and more into non-medical lifestyle care, which is what the vast majority of seniors actually need. You know, this is something you're obviously passionate about. And I wanted to ask you where your passion comes from. Right. It definitely is something that I'm passionate about. I totally get it. I totally get it, Lily. (laughs) I think that it comes from a couple of things. You know, one, just really loving people and wanting to make sure that the best information that's available to them um, is accessible to them. And I think the fact that we've been able to to distill thousands of years of wisdom and lifestyle from people around the world and put it into a set of accessible practices is really exciting. I have an uncle that's suffering from Alzheimer's. I have the maternal side of my family that has experienced problems over generations with heart disease. So to find out that genetics are not the determining factor and that by incorporating regular physical activity and mentally stimulating activities into their lives and into my life that I could actually impact this lineage, I mean, that's empowering. Why wouldn't everyone 
want to incorporate this into their lives. And then, of course, working in senior care through home care assistance and seeing our clients at 102 who are vibrant and realizing that this isn't just the luck of the draw. I mean, it's just too good to keep to myself. So I'm passionate about it because I want everyone to know that this information is accessible to them. When we think about what action we can take and what we should know, I mean, for those of us that have folks that we really do love that are reaching the 102 or maybe just kind of reaching that, you know, that segment of their lives where they may need a little help, how do you suggest we help them? Meaning, you know, how do you, well, I know what, look, one of the things that I've learned recently is about nutrition and health. I mean, my own experience with that. And so when my best friend's mom uh, you know, had a couple of issues, it was easy for me to say, okay, look, why don't you do this? We could give her probiotics. Why don't you do this? I mean, it was just a few little things. Why don't you give her the Greek God's yogurt? It's like number one for like anti-cancer. Sure. And, you know, so these are the kinds of tidbits that if we can share with people, it's easier to then put it in front of the people we love and the people that are caring for them. You see what I'm saying? That, I guess that's, that's exactly what your book right. is about. Yeah. That's I guess exactly that's why you're right. writing the books. That's exactly right. <laughs> and, you know, and if we just take two examples, yes. one physical activity and one nutrition. All right. When it comes to nutrition, as you get older, your appetite shrinks. And I think that some people, if they don't know the information that we're sharing in the book, assume, well, you know, that's natural. And so if mom has gone from a diet that included all the superfoods, flaxseed and almonds and blueberries and eggs and salmon and carrots, and is now just having, you know, one canned drink a day, you know, that's probably normal and there's nothing I can do about it. So that's one example of it not being true. Even though your appetite shrinks as you get older, the calories that you intake become even more important. And so it is significant to make sure that you're getting those fresh fruits and vegetables, that you're not relying on a 100% protein diet, that you're incorporating the superfoods into the diet because even at that age, it can make an incredible impact on their brain, on levels of depression, on stress, on their healthy longevity. I have to send you, I have to send you the interview with one of our callers calling in who shared a story exactly about what you're talking about. You know, the mom, 130 pounds, went to 109. Doctors didn't know what to do. And she listened to the show and what went and did very few things. I mean, you're, what you're talking about is a message we need to get out there. It's not okay for folks to be not eating during the day. And then the question is, how do you become empowered to step in? So often, Lily, we don't want to hurt our parents' feelings. Of we course. don't think we can tell them what to do. Boy, we have better have a fun way to launch this. That's exactly right. And, and I think that the book is really set out for those family caregivers and also yes. for professional caregivers. What okay. I really love about the concept of in-home care is that it doesn't force you to choose between placing your parents in a setting they don't want to be or becoming a full-time caregiver yourself. Because believe me, we all know how taxing and sometimes impossible it is to be the full-time caregiver. And just to know that there's an entire community of geriatric care managers, so 
social workers, home care agencies. There's, you know, sort of already a village, <laughs> if you will, of people who are ready and available to help your parents to live at home and still get the guidance and support they need. I mean, that has to be a comfort to everyone out there who has an elderly loved one that they care about. So here's the conversation. Before you came on, I talked about um, we're setting up the, the Dr. Pat Global Empowerment Foundation. And, you know, one of the things that I absolutely care about is the elderly. There's no question about it. For And, for, and I have my own personal reasons. But we have the government giving money to most institutions. I don't know where there is a place, whether it be a foundation or not, so that there can be funding to educate the people that are caring for their loved ones that are in the more seasoned part of their lives. Sure. Well, from a, from an organizational standpoint, the National Association for Home Care has been a really strong advocate of shifting funding and resources away from institutions to in-home care, which is more cost-effective and also healthier for seniors. And then from an agency perspective, you know, we at Home Care Assistance have really launched consumer education and awareness campaigns throughout North America mm-hmm. to let the public at large know about this incredible option that's available to them. And we want to congratulate you for doing that, Lily. Oh, thank you so much. No, we really do. I mean, I really want to congratulate you for doing that. And for those of you out there, uh, what I want to say to you is we have two copies of the book to give away, even though Lily and this segment is going to be over. We're going to make sure that you can call in to get a copy of those books because I think Valerie is still ready to pick up the old phones for you. Lily, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. Happy to 102.com is the website. Thank you, Lily. Oh, it was a great pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Let us know how else we can help you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're kicking it, kicking it, kicking it up on the Dr. Pat Show.